cold water from the kitchen sink over her wrists, trying to keep nausea at bay. That poor boy. It took another hour for a mouser to finish his food. By that time, Anna had the article memorized and had come to a decision. Truthfully, she'd known as soon as she read the paper, but it had taken her the full hour to work up the courage to act upon it. If she'd learned anything in her three years as a werewolf, It was that you didn't want to do anything that might attract one of the dominant wolves' attention. Calling the Maroc, who ruled all the wolves in North America, would certainly attract his attention. She didn't have a phone in her apartment, so she borrowed Kara's. She waited for her hands and her breathing to steady. But when that didn't seem to be happening, she dialed the number on the battered piece of paper anyway. Three rings and she realized that one o'clock in Chicago would be considerably different in Montana, where the area code indicated she was dialing. Was it a two-hour difference or three? Earlier or later? She hastily hung up the phone. What was she going to tell him, anyway? That she'd seen the boy, obviously the victim of a werewolf attack, weeks after his disappearance, in a cage in her Alpha's house? that she thought the Alpha had ordered the attack? All Leo had to do was tell the Maroc that he'd come upon the kid later, that he hadn't sanctioned it. Maybe that was how it happened. Maybe she was projecting from her own experience. She didn't even know if the Maroc would object to the attack. Maybe werewolves were allowed to attack whomever they pleased. That's what had happened to her. She turned away from the phone and saw the boy's face looking out at her from the open newspaper. She looked at him a moment more and then dialed the number again. Surely the Maroc would at least object to the publicity it had attracted. This time, her call was answered on the first ring. This is Bran. He didn't sound threatening. My name is Anna, she said, wishing her voice wouldn't quiver. There was a time, she thought a little bitterly, when she hadn't been afraid of her own shadow. Who'd have thought that turning into a werewolf would turn her into a coward? But now she knew the monsters were real. Angry with herself she might have been, but she couldn't force another word out of her throat. If Leo knew she called the Maroc, she might as well shoot herself with that silver bullet she'd bought a few months ago and save him some trouble. You are a Calling from Chicago, Anna? It startled her for a moment, but then she realized he must have caller ID on his phone. He didn't sound angry that she'd disturbed him, and that wasn't like any dominant she'd ever met. Maybe he was a secretary or something. That made better sense. The Maroc's personal number wouldn't be something that would be passed around. The hope that she wasn't actually talking to the Maroc helped steady her. Even Leo was afraid of the Maroc. She didn't bother to answer his question. He already knew the answer. I called to talk to the Maroc, but maybe you could help me? There was a pause. Then Bran said, a little regretfully, I am the Maroc, child. Panic set in again, but before she could excuse herself and hang up, he said soothingly, It's all right, Anna. You've done nothing wrong. Tell me why you called. She sucked in a deep breath, conscious that this was her last chance to ignore what she'd seen and protect herself. Instead, she explained about the newspaper article, 
and that she'd seen the missing boy in Leo's house, in one of the cages he kept, for new wolves. I see, murmured the wolf at the other end of the phone line. I couldn't prove that anything was wrong until I saw the newspaper, she told him. Does Leo know you saw the boy? Yes. There were two alphas in the Chicago area. Briefly, she wondered how he'd known which one she was talking about. How did he react? Anna swallowed hard, trying to forget what had happened afterward. Once Leo's mate had intervened, the Alpha had mostly quit passing her around to the other wolves at his whim. But that night, Leo had felt that Justin deserved a reward. She didn't have to tell the Maroc that, surely. He saved her the humiliation by clarifying his question. Was he angry?